1: and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you.
0: Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to be talking about what is near and dear to my heart, Marketing. You know, that is what I do by trade. It is what I have done for a number of years. And, you know, it's to me, it is the most important thing that a company needs to be doing. And unfortunately, it's one of the things that companies either totally skip or do wrong. So please join me in welcoming Joshua Ramsey to our program today. Welcome, Joshua. How are you?
2: Hey Ted, I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks for having me today. I appreciate it.
0: Great, great. Well, let me tell folks a little bit about you and then we will jump into this. So Joshua Ramsey is a seasoned marketing professional with over two decades of experience in media advertising and agency leadership. Starting as a junior project manager, he swiftly climbed the ranks to become vice president of marketing and sales before founding Strategic Point marketing, catering to small local businesses. In 2018, he launched JRCMO, a fractional CMO consultancy, focusing on optimizing marketing strategies for companies. His notable clients include Centricon, per- Panorama, North America SRSI, Warehouse Automation, and Alert Roofing and Metal Buildings. Where his expertise has been instrumental in driving success. So again, Joshua, welcome.
2: Yeah, thanks, for, Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I, I love these types of conversations.
0: I so love it. So working. cool. So cool. Well, and I also need to mention you have a brand new ebook out that is How Some SEO Companies Disguise Laziness. There it is. There it is. And hide poor strategies. So we are going to talk a lot about SEO because I think it is one of the absolute most misunderstood things and most ignored. Um, so we're going to talk a lot about that. But tell us a little bit more about how it is that you got to where you are today.
2: Yeah. So again, thanks for having me. I mean, it's it's always great to share information. And, and my goal, I think in my story, in my narrative, um, I think it'll kind of start to help people understand as <laughs> why I do what I do and Mm -hmm. how I, how I work. So if you date back to the late nineties, I was selling media. So Mm -hmm. when I started my career, didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to get into sales. I was just great at working. You
0: wanted to get into sales.
2: I Just, I enjoyed it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle always told me that I had the gift of gab, that was his statement to me. Mm-hmm. So he was like, Somewhere this guy, he's just gonna go top, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm a six year old now, and uh, she's got the same thing. Oh, she's good, just, good, good, she's just like me, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. this keeps so there's always a conversation mm-hmm. we had. So, uh, in the 90s, I jumped into sales and I went okay. to work for companies like Lamar below okay. uh, other media mm-hmm. powerhouses mm-hmm. doing transit advertising television print mm-hmm. uh you know I- any type of traditional media right.
0: this was before the internet had been invented
2: yeah. And then Al Al Gore and I got together. Perfect. And created the, <laughs> the internet and then Google took it to the next level, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <laughs> <So, laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, so I was doing media, but but it, it was before it was about the time the internet was right. you know, coming up. Mm-hmm. But what I found was frustration. Mm-hmm and the frustration wasn't that I wasn't able to sell I mm-hmm. was able to sell the frustration was is that clients weren't staying with me
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I couldn't figure out why it didn't what? make sense like mm-hmm. why am I doing great mm-hmm. I believe in what I'm doing mm-hmm. I believe in what I'm selling where I'm placing the media but it didn't work mm-hmm. so I said randomly to one of my friends one day I need to do something different mm-hmm. this is frustrating that I keep losing clients mm-hmm. So he said, hey, why don't you come interview at this ad agency? Okay. Mm -hmm. So went to work for an ad agency Mm -hmm. as a junior project manager. But my business acumen just, you know, I knew it. I knew how to place media. Mm -hmm. What I learned at that agency was how to craft messaging better. Ah. And that's a lot of what I teach today. Mm -hmm. You were just to simplify everything down Mm -hmm. to like, what do you do now? Mm -hmm. It's that. I figured out in this time that there's two ways to do marketing. Mm -hmm. Everyone thinks marketing is just lead generation and they don't have Mm -hmm. a lot of substance to understanding what marketing really is. But I work on principles and strategies that I've developed Mm -hmm. over many years, starting Mm -hmm. in 2003 in the agency world, Mm -hmm. understanding that when you as a business owner go go to increase your business, Mm -hmm. right? and you want to place marketing and get leads in the door,
1: mm-hmm.
2: oftentimes you think about the tactical marketing, mm-hmm. which is the placement of your message. right? But oftentimes you don't think about your strategic message mm-hmm. that's more important right. than your tactical placement. Mm-hmm. So the first step that I teach business owners is separate mm-hmm. tactical marketing and strategic messaging. Okay. And then start that place of building what's called the USP, Mm -hmm. your unique selling position. Mm -hmm. So my career basically came from sales, Mm -hmm. losing clients, to being on the agency side Mm -hmm. and helping clients develop the best messaging Mm -hmm. and the best platform. Mm -hmm. That's when really the web in 2003 to 2008 Mm -hmm. started taking off. Um, and that's really when I started uh, understanding that next level and really elevating myself, mm-hmm. and then helping clients grow as well.
0: I love so. it. Very cool. Well, you know, you you mentioned content, and you talk about it in your book. And one of the things that that I loved was in the book you talk about. You know, it is so important to have the right message. And so many companies have no idea, you know, they're like, buy from me because I have the best stuff. But it's not only that, it's when is the right time to approach them with the message? Um, So talk to us more about that, because I love that.
2: Yeah, I mean, so that's loaded, and you could take that about 500 different directions. What I've learned is marketing doesn't change. Mm -hmm. The situation changes. Mm -hmm. The company changes. the- yeah, marketing is marketing is marketing. Yeah, but the morals, ethics, and values of the company mm-hmm. are what makes that company unique. Mm-hmm. That uniqueness, the, the ethics, morals, and values is what makes it unique. And mm-hmm. then how do you explain it? So Zig mm-hmm. Ziglar used to say it's not what you say, it's how you say right. it. Mm-hmm. I've taken that and put it into what we call 2024, mm-hmm. and I, my statement is it's not what you say, it's mm-hmm. not how you say it, it's mm-hmm. what's perceived by your audience. Mm-hmm. So now your communication has to match whatever the perception right. should be. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'll just use an example that I, I got going with a company, still a client now, almost mm-hmm. two years in, and they're a drug trial science mm-hmm. company. When they came to me, they said, hey, we're trying to generate leads. We mm-hmm. need, you know, people coming in and going through the trial process. So here are our numbers. Here's what mm-hmm. we need to do. I looked at their tactical placement mm-hmm. of their their marketing message. And here was a major problem. When I looked at their AdWords, they had a 98% bounce rate. Ooh. They were spending over $12,000 a month in placing AdWords online, Mm -hmm. just for them, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. They were not getting anything for a large amount of money. Mm -hmm. The number one thing that I found was the problem is that their keywords that they were focusing on were migraines, solutions for migraines, organic solutions for migraines, Mm -hmm. home remedy for migraines. Mm -hmm. But when people would click the link and go to that webpage, the web page didn't even talk about migraines. Oh, on the homepage right. for the drug trial science, company. and so
0: people went. I'm confused. Click the next
2: link. And even then, it wasn't even e- e- even if they would have put migraines on the mm-hmm. page, it was still a problem because they still spoke about drug trial science. Right?
0: They they wanted information about migraines. Period.
2: For once, but they wanted organic information. They wanted Mm -hmm. home remedies. Mm -hmm. So the messaging change that we Mm -hmm. made immediately Mm -hmm. was, and and this took our bounce rate from a 98% to Mm -hmm. a 78% bounce Mm -hmm. rate by Mm -hmm. making one change. Mm -hmm. And it was that we still talked about drug trial science, but our Mm -hmm. headlines on the page when people landed Mm -hmm. was along the lines that we ran a lot of different tests. Mm -hmm. So I'm only going to give one or two examples, Mm -hmm. but we said, are you frustrated with migraines or migraines? Right. The things, things that people are saying. Day? Right. We're trying to get mm-hmm. on the same page, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think Jay Abraham said it. He said, if you want the key to marketing, it's real simple. Think about what the user's thinking and mm-hmm. say that in your right. marketing. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it is to a level. It is that mm-hmm. easy mm-hmm. because once you've drawn someone in, your messaging can move through that. Right, But I'm going to take yeah. your messaging just a little bit in a potentially a little bit of a different direction mm-hmm. for people to understand this your messaging matters and how you can grade your own messaging is mm-hmm. real simple it's called ux user mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. google does a lot of things and a lot of times google doesn't explain what they do and why so mm-hmm. this goes to seo mm-hmm. as we talk about it all mm-hmm. the different spider webs of transition that we can have in this conversation mm-hmm. But I say logically, I would put out there to anyone listening or watching this podcast and say, logically, consider this. Do you think that a powerhouse like Google puts millions and billions of dollars into a program called Google Analytics, now called GA4, the version, mm-hmm. and they track certain metrics mm-hmm. and one of the key metrics that is on the home page. When you look at GA4, is how many visitors mm-hmm. and their time session. Right. Time
0: spent there. Engagement.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So if your messaging doesn't work, they bounce.
0: Right. And then Google goes, Well, why should we show you in a search?
2: Because when I sit in conferences, I say mm-hmm. I ask people, what does Google care about most? Mm-hmm. And the favorite answer to everyone is money. Right. I say no. no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Google I do what I learned from Google, Mm -hmm. and this is how I work. I work in in a focus of user experience, because Mm -hmm. what I know is what I've seen Google prove, Mm -hmm. which is if I give the best user experience, Mm -hmm. people are going to come back and work with me. Right. Mm -hmm. They're going to pay attention. Mm -hmm. They're going to want more information. Mm -hmm. They're going to want free information. They're going to want to read what I publish. Mm -hmm. They're going to want to work with me, Mm -hmm. Right. And if I give the best user experience, that's what happens. Right. That's what I focus mm-hmm. on. The same thing Google. And mm-hmm. what Google knows is they make billions upon billions because they give a good user experience, and right. that's why now people go mm-hmm. Google it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's become the the noun, the adjective, the verb, all of those things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've gone down a lot of different roads. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to go back?
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, I, I, I want to still focus on, well, you do have, you had this great chapter in your book on writing headlines. Um, to me, content, you know, content really is king. And, you know, we don't think about the headline and, you know, it, it's, and which is funny because we all know that's what we read you know, that's what catches our attention when we're scrolling It's what, you know, all of those various things. But then when we go to write it ourselves, we write, buy from me because I have the greatest product in the world. Um, So talk to us more about why it is absolutely critical to have a good headline or let me tell you a a great headline.
2: So I I feel like I'm going to take you again, a little bit of a different direction on that. Because my first statement, Deb, is I think what you and everyone knows. I know where you're trying to get to, Mm -hmm. but let me say this: where you're trying to get to is everyone understands why to have a good headline. Mm -hmm. They understand the engagement, right? But I think it's more important to break it apart and understand the fundamentals of right. How the heck do we do it, Mm -hmm. right? So when you look at writing a good headline mm-hmm. and you're looking at writing the engagement,
1: mm-hmm.
2: if you as a user look at most websites that you read, mm-hmm. what you do is you look for the main idea, right. the sub-bullet points mm-hmm. that confirm the mm-hmm. main idea. Mm-hmm. This is also known as confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. It's a filtering of information to identify, is this what right. you want? You can tie that back to your reticular activator, mm-hmm. which is what's subconsciously mm-hmm. scanning information as we move day to day to make buying decisions. Right. Now, I always like to joke and laugh when I do conferences because people will come in for an SEO conference and I'm teaching psychology. Mm-hmm. But psychology is the human behavior of buying. Right. So when you simplify that even further down mm-hmm. to the fundamental, People make buying decisions and we have to think through why we make mm-hmm. buying decisions. And it's based on three things. The advantages of ownership. Mm-hmm. So why do we own this product? Right. do we want to have Why to do we want it? Mm-hmm. Right? The second one is objections. Objections are, I don't want it because of this. The right. price, mm-hmm. the flavor, the mm-hmm. style, the mm-hmm. look. All of those things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. And we're going to come back to objections and spend a lot mm-hmm. of time. And then the last one is vendor selection. Mm-hmm. Who do I choose to right. buy this from? Mm-hmm. But no matter what you sell in the world, those three things mm-hmm. are what apply. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is. A sink right. of gum, a bottle mm-hmm. of water. Because you go bottle of water. Well, as a kid, we drink out of the water hose. Mm-hmm. Right? We drink out of the sink. Now it's like, okay, we have to have it filtered. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you want, you know, Fuji or do you want? Hey, I drink flavored water. Mm-hmm. See. So you understand the benefits of mm-hmm. water, but your objections now change. Mm-hmm. And my strategy that I teach is when you overcome those objections mm-hmm. on the front end, people tend to favor you. Right? They, they put you on a different paradigm mm-hmm. of understanding. They went,
1: oh, you, you get me.
2: But you show them mm-hmm. that you have the knowledge, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I can, I'm going to give you an example that we may talk about five different times during mm-hmm. our time today. But when I bought a house for the first time in two thousand nine with my wife, mm-hmm. when we bought that house, she's she was in law school. Mm-hmm. I was now running my own company, and mm-hmm. I was a VP previously mm-hmm. of a of a really mm-hmm. large ad agency. Mm-hmm. So we both are educated. Yeah, you you to be smart people. Mm-hmm. But when we bought this house, here's what we didn't know: we didn't know that we had to go to a separate office and file for homestead right now because that was her. not your
0: experience
2: i spoke with a real estate mm-hmm. agent yesterday and she laughed over the phone when mm-hmm. i told her that when mm-hmm. i told her i said i expect you to laugh mm-hmm. i think it's funny but i also think it's more funny that you think it's so funny mm-hmm. right because i looked at your pr and marketing mm-hmm. i i told this real estate right. person i look mm-hmm. looked at your PR and marketing. I've looked at everything that you mm-hmm. do, and you are so full of platitudes. You look and sound like everyone else online. Right. I'm like, so what you're telling me... Why am I going to pick you? You mm-hmm. just touched on it, right? Mm-hmm. Throughout this call, that you talked about this, this podcast. Mm-hmm. You touched on, you sound and look like everyone else. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to choose mm-hmm. you? So you're making it now based on emotion rather mm-hmm. than facts and mm-hmm. confidence. So now when we go back, Deb, full circle to how do you build your headline? Mm -hmm. There are headline starters. There are ways to write headlines. Mm -hmm. I have it in the book. I talk Mm -hmm. about the different ways to write Mm -hmm. headlines and the starters and what to think Mm -hmm. about. But just in this part of the podcast, understanding the objections that your consumer is going to have. And we could talk about this if you want as Mm -hmm. well. But now I often work on avatars. Mm -hmm. Avatars are buyer personas. Yes. Because mm-hmm. when you identify that, now you're building out mm-hmm. that Susie Q likes to read, mm-hmm. loves cats, mm-hmm. loves flowers. Now, if we know migraines can tie to flowers and cats, mm-hmm. or they advertise right. migraines and cats. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now you can speak to your audience on mm-hmm. where they're at right what they're living, mm-hmm. what their life is, and you put your information mm-hmm. into their life. Mm-hmm. Now you've targeted tactically mm-hmm. for your placement mm-hmm. and your strategic message is written well because you understand the objections. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get into the vendor selection because now you're playing the pricing game. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? You're like, oh, well, let me give you 20%. Okay, mm-hmm. 25%. None of us want to do that as yeah. business owners, right? We want to show value you, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. our price point. But how you build that value in that price point mm-hmm. comes back to objections, and properly managing Mm -hmm. those objections. Now, Deb, will you indulge me on one more thing? Of course. Okay, so I'm going to promote the book, and Mm -hmm. here's one reason why. In my first chapter, I give five bullet points. Oh, they're right right here in front of me. I have it open. Mm -hmm. Five bullet Mm -hmm. points on how to hire an ad agency. Mm -hmm. Now, what I'm doing myself, right? Mm -hmm. I tell people I eat my own dog food. I not only publish it, but mm-hmm. I actually do it as well, mm-hmm. right? But when we talk about how to position, mm-hmm. what I'm doing in this book is I'm educating people mm-hmm. on how to go hire mm-hmm. or hire the right ad agency. Right. Because I'm overcoming objections and I'm mm-hmm. explaining, hey, Deb, you want to hire an ad agency, here are the problems you may run mm-hmm. into. Right. Be aware of these mm-hmm. problems. And as you learn those problems, all of a sudden, I become the authority. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah, um,
0: because you're not going to say this is a problem if you're not the one who solves
2: it. Right. Exactly. So, I I, I spoke <laughs> years back. I worked with. I, I do a lot of training with companies, and I was I had an ad agency hire me to train and work with their salespeople, mm-hmm. and a huge argument broke out with a couple of the salespeople with me Mm -hmm. involved where it was why would we give them that objection why would we tell them an objection right why are we going to point it out Mm -hmm. yeah and i just simply said because if you don't and i'm going against you i will Mm -hmm. so you have to think that your competition is going Mm -hmm. to be just as sharp Mm -hmm. and you need to know those objections Mm -hmm. and already be ready to overcome them Mm -hmm. therefore you don't worry about vendor selection Mm -hmm. you don't worry about anything other than Mm -hmm. I made the sale. Right, I'm good. Right. And you move on. Mm-hmm. In that realm, Deb, i want to take you down one more road. Is that okay?
0: That's perfect.
2: Here's, I think, the biggest thing that's not in the book. Mm-hmm. I need to write a second book now. Of course. <laughs> but here's one of the, the light bulb moments that I had in my career just in the last year, year mm-hmm. and a half. Agencies will come sell you what they're good at. Mm-hmm not necessarily what you need
0: right which is human nature right you know i'm good at this and i don't want to talk about that over there
2: so when you as a business owner say i want to grow my business Mm -hmm. you call up an ad agency Mm -hmm. and you go hey can you promote my business yeah yeah we can do that yeah sure Mm -hmm. put together a pitch give Mm -hmm. it to them they come in and pitch what they're good at right that's the difference right there in between a fractional chief marketing officer mm-hmm. and an ad agency right a CMO comes in and sits with the business owner mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, this is what we mm-hmm. need to do to get the results mm-hmm. that you the CEO want mm-hmm. this these are the things that we need to do. Right. This is the type of agency they build you a plan. Mm-hmm then the CEO can go interview the agency and make a decision.
0: Yeah. And and get the one that fits what it is that you need. And, and of course the tricky thing is so many companies don't know what they need.
2: And that's why you don't, you don't have that clear what I call the Mm -hmm. plain English marketing plan, Mm -hmm. the simplified marketing plan that someone can look at and go, this is what Mm -hmm. I need. Right. So that's the first, when I work with people, that's Mm -hmm. the first thing it's a, it's a, it's a predetermined, situation Mm -hmm. that anyone that i ever work with in any of my companies they have to do first which Mm -hmm. is either give me the clear plan that they've Mm -hmm. already put together or work with me to create plan. Mm -hmm. it's it's
0: gps right you don't get in your car and say take me wherever
2: you're going to spend how many thousands of dollars with an ad agency Mm -hmm. and tactical placement of Mm -hmm. your marketing message with no plan no kpi Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. So that's where, you know, again, we've gone down so many different Mm -hmm. rabbit holes here, which is great. Mm -hmm. I love it because it it, it all does Mm -hmm. connect. Right. It Mm -hmm. all comes back to Mm -hmm. one thing. So, you know, when you look at an ad agency now, as we go back a little bit, you said you Mm -hmm. wanted to spend a little bit of time on SEO. Mm -hmm. Your headlines. So I'm going to tie a few little pieces Mm -hmm. together, Mm -hmm. right? The rabbit holes, I'm going to kind of bring them back. We're
0: going to get, yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Right. So we talked about headlines, we talked about avatar, we talked mm-hmm. about a lot of little pieces. Mm-hmm. Well, when you want an agency to perform for you,
1: mm-hmm.
2: oftentimes an agency will say, well, it's going to take 3, 6, 12 months mm-hmm. to get results. Right. Possibly. Mm-hmm. But here's what business owners don't often realize. Mm-hmm. There are KPI markers that they should be looking for and expecting that will show incremental growth. Right. From the very start. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The question now becomes what are those KPI markers? Mm-hmm. Well, Deb, I'm not going to tell you or the audience what those KPI markers are on this one. We mm-hmm. have to wait until you do another interview with me. Yep. Of course. Those mm-hmm. KPI markers. Mm-hmm. Fair enough.
0: Yes. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. No, everyone stick around. I'll tell you what they are. Yeah, yeah. But I always love having repeat guests. So that's, you
2: know. But on this this part, Mm -hmm. the first thing to understand is you need to rank for a keyword Mm -hmm. to get an impression Mm -hmm. to get a click. Mm -hmm. So we're not even going to talk about this end of the spectrum of Mm -hmm. you made a sale and you have money. Right. We're talking this end of the spectrum of where does it start? Yeah,
0: How do we even get them interested?
2: So when we say, how do we get them interested? It's not even getting them interested. It's you showing up. Mm-hmm. So when you hire an SEO agency, mm-hmm. we can go down a whole nother rabbit hole mm-hmm. of what SEO is. Because there's two main ways to mm-hmm. focus on SEO. But when we before we even touch that, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about you have to rank. Mm-hmm. If you're not ranking at least in the top 100 for keywords, right, then you can't get that impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you
0: cannot impression. be found, then you know it, it's it's kind of the you know it it, it say it's a, a brick and mortar store. If you have no signage, so people know here is where we are, then. Now it's going to be very difficult to do business. Not impossible, but difficult.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. So when we when we look at the steps, right? So mm-hmm. we have to show up. Mm-hmm. Well, now we could tie quickly that simply back over to the headlines, mm-hmm. right? Or headlines using the right words, because now you're mm-hmm. talking about on-page SEO, which mm-hmm. would be h tags meta tags mm-hmm. and content and what's called density of the mm-hmm. website if we simplified for some of the listeners that may be first steps into seo mm-hmm. and what it is mm-hmm. that understand this so mm-hmm. if this is way too elementary for some people i apologize but for those people it's a good never, reminder that have never learned about mm-hmm. seo here's the where it starts you want to rank for a keyword mm-hmm. Make sure that that word is used repetitively right. in the right mm-hmm. terminology mm-hmm. in the right way mm-hmm. on your homepage of mm-hmm. a website. Right. Now that may sound insane, but it's more insane when I do audits of websites that people have built, and mm-hmm. their number one keyword that they use the most is mm-hmm. "learn more." Mm-hmm. Yeah, telling me that you sell mm-hmm. eyeglasses uh-huh. and your first word is "learn right. more." Right. No, yet it's Mm -hmm. missed Mm -hmm. so
0: much. Right. Well, or, you know, and and I love the ones then that go to the other extreme. Do you need glasses? We've got glasses here. Really come to us for glasses. No, no, it still needs to read well, or people are going to go. This is just weird.
2: So that's, that's a great segue into another thing that people Mm -hmm. don't understand. As a consumer, Deb, just you and I sitting here talking Mm -hmm. as a consumer, If we need to hire a plumber because our kitchen sink broke, Mm -hmm. how much education do we need legitimately? How much knowledge, education Mm -hmm. and bandwidth and mental capacity do we need to make a buying decision on a plumber? Mm -hmm. Not a ton. Yeah. And according to Google, it's a third grade level, Mm -hmm. the third grade reading level. Right. Now, Deb, If you and your husband decide that you want to do a self-directed IRA, Mm -hmm. how much knowledge and bandwidth do you need to have? A lot more. A lot more than a third Mm -hmm. grade. Mm -hmm. It's a PhD level according to Google statistics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now you have to consider your content when you Mm -hmm. talk about eyeglasses. Buy Mm -hmm. these eyeglasses, this, this, this. Mm -hmm. Well... You're you're using the same concepts and principles of writing headlines, focusing on your avatar, your mm-hmm. buyer persona, all these other details, right? Advantages of ownership, mm-hmm. object, vendor selection. But the way you lay that content out, how mm-hmm. many pages you need of a website, mm-hmm. that's totally different. Right. So the same principles apply, but the tactics of it and the strategic mm-hmm. message does change Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the principle of understanding google is reading your content Mm -hmm. making a decision so everyone would talk about ai nowadays Mm -hmm. like it's something brand new no it has existed for years folks (laughs) you're everyone ever Mm -hmm. gone to the word document and you type something in, it gives you auto and it gives yeah
1: Yeah. you know
0: it makes you suggest yeah Mm -hmm.
2: that's ai Mm -hmm. it is right google Mm -hmm. auto populate when we type something Mm -hmm. in that's AI. Mm-hmm. It's predicted of right. basic mm-hmm. human behavior, mm-hmm. so it's fun to talk about. It. It's oh, fun yeah. that there's new tools. Mm-hmm. It's fun that it's made life a little bit mm-hmm. easier with some of this new mm-hmm. explosion of AI. Mm-hmm. But it's always been there. Right. I think we we'll get mm-hmm. too enamored with this concept of mm-hmm. what AI is, right. and it's great mm-hmm. knowing the right tools and not overspending. Mm-hmm. I believe because I teach AI conferences. Mm-hmm. But knowing the right tools and not overspending mm-hmm. are the number one principles that I tell yeah. people. Oh
0: people. yeah. You know, and and yeah, that you know that the AI rabbit hole is is so much fun. I, I in fact, I I you know had to draft some marketing things for me earlier today, but you know it it can it can it can help you generate the SEO, the keywords. I mean, all of those things. You know, and, and I was thinking back to when you know Al Gore first invented all of this. And we used to cheat on SEO, right? you You'd put in your competitors' names, um especially your big competitors, you know, because you're assuming somebody's searching for them. you want to come up. And of course, Google got really smart um and went, no, no. In fact, they ding you. you know, you that's that bad. No, that's sure. cheating. Um or the people who would put the the keywords in you know, like maybe they had a white background, they would use, white text cool, to cool. say things, you yeah. know, and, and because, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the bots would see the text. I mean, yeah. we could not see it, but, and so again, you know, it, and no, Google's figured all those things out. It's smarter that you're, know, you, the people who work there are, are really pretty smart cookies. Um, but, you know, it, it is about having the right content, wherever it is that you're doing, internet or, or whatever, you know, and, and it's funny as, as we record this, Super Bowl was last weekend. So, you know, commercials, right? And, you know, and it was, I'm always fascinated with the Super Bowl commercials because how many of them do we watch and then go, I have absolutely no idea what they were selling? You know, now you see Clydesdales, you go Budweiser. I mean, we're just that's we know that Budweiser's Clydesdale, right? They don't even have to say Budweiser. We go Clydesdales, you know. But yeah, I mean, so many of the ads this year, as soon as it was done, I thought I have no idea what that was for. So, you know, that's the bright shiny object thing. The we're we're going after eyeballs, we're going after people to say, "Hey, wasn't this cute?" And this is nothing new again. I mean, one of my favorite examples is the one and I don't even know now how old it is, the herding cats Super Bowl commercial where, you know, and, and it, it was for EDS, made absolutely no sense that those two were, were but uh, you know, we obviously still remember herding cats. But that I think is is one of the issues that we have with our headlines and our content, you know, we're, we're writing them to catch somebody's attention and then forgetting that, hello, we have something that we want to talk to you about.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's, we could transition that a little bit to engagement mm-hmm. of your content, right? but now we can move into a little bit of the social side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So when we talk SEO, SEO it can be and should be primarily around your website. Mm-hmm. But but you have to think about <clears throat> excuse me. you have to think about SEO and we have to think about the tactical placement to mm-hmm. drive people to your site. Right. So again, it's not what you say, it's not how you say it, it's what's mm-hmm. perceived by your audience. Mm-hmm. Your website needs to be the center hub, the center mass Mm -hmm. of your entire unique selling position. Mm -hmm. It needs to have the spokes that allow Mm -hmm. great user engagement Mm -hmm. for a user to click through and Mm go. Right. When you go plumber, a plumber, how do you make your website not have a high bounce rate and have better engagement? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. That's one of the hardest Mm -hmm. things to do as plumbers Mm -hmm. and having a low engagement rate. Mm -hmm. Real simple for you plumbers that may be listening, put in, you know, in your hero image or just below it, in Mm -hmm. the top one third of your page, put in the most common problems and quick solutions. Mm -hmm. Have people click and drive them to a page that says, Mm -hmm. here are the most common problems and here's fast solutions Mm -hmm. for Now, people want a fast solution because if their kitchen sink.
0: I got company coming and I'm water everywhere. Mm -hmm. Right.
2: You're like, I don't want my house to get ruined and you're not going to come out at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to go back to bed. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what I mean? Give them mm-hmm. a quick. Finish. Right. That's a better engagement. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to social. Mm-hmm. Now, if you take that same principle into social, the concept that a lot of people don't follow in social is you have three seconds. There's four principles in really pulling someone in with a good headline mm-hmm. content. Okay. So let's start there. Mm-hmm. Four principles. Interrupt. We mm-hmm. have to break through the monotony. Right. Get their attention. Interrupt them. Mm-hmm. The second one is harder, but it's the engagement. Mm-hmm. The engagement where they go, oh, okay, I'm going to do a little mm-hmm. bit more. Right. Third one is education.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When you educate somebody, what you're doing is you're pulling them in on mm-hmm. education, and now you're building the overcome objection. Mm-hmm. Now you're telling them why you're the professional, mm-hmm. why, you're, why you are the top person. Mm-hmm. And the last one is your call to action
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's that hook. And that, that gets forgotten so many times. Yep. So those are your four steps. So mm-hmm. now if you translate that, you can translate that to a website. So let me mm-hmm. do website real quick and then let me move to the, uh, the, an- another, another direction. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. So the, the website, your interrupt, engage, and educate work mm-hmm. like this. Your main headline is your interrupt. hmm subheadlines are the engaged mm-hmm. and then the educator the smaller paragraphs mm-hmm. but you build your seo keywords into each of those mm-hmm. quickly moving that to to transition of emotion. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have 3 seconds to interrupt them mm-hmm. you have 3 more seconds to engage mm-hmm. them and then you have approximately 20 to 30 seconds to educate them. right
0: Because we all have the attention span of a gnat.
2: But, and that's where it comes in is Mm -hmm. if you oftentimes find yourself wanting to think through what I'm saying logically Mm -hmm. and building confirmation Mm -hmm. bias of is Josh Ramsey really accurate with this or not? Mm -hmm. In everyone's local brain, Mm -hmm. next time you look at videos on Instagram Mm -hmm. or Facebook or anything like that, Mm -hmm. see how much you scroll down and figure out and think about when you stop. Right. When did you start to become engaged? Mm-hmm. What was it? It was your mm-hmm. reticular activator mm-hmm. of a certain person, mm-hmm. a memory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why does Facebook do what they do? There's mm-hmm. a there's a psychology rationale right. behind it. Why mm-hmm. they engage the way they do? Mm-hmm. Right.
0: You know, and and it is it's it's about as we said, getting their attention and then keeping it, and and you're know, sucking them in. Um, because we can all go somewhere else. You know, the long gone are the days when you have a unique product, right? There's, you know, I don't, I cannot think of anything in the world that is a totally unique product. Somebody's the only one that offers it. No, I mean, it's, oh, you've got one. You've got one.
2: Well, I'm going to promote a guy. Okay. If someone wants to know where this is or how to get it. You can uh-huh. contact me and I'll put you in touch. But everyone knows what drywall is, right? Right. Uh-huh. Behind me, it's behind you, mm-hmm. it's around all of us that, mm-hmm. that are in a house. Mm-hmm. One of the hardest things to do with drywall when you're doing it is doing the corners. Right. The 90 degree corner. Uh-huh. Making them nice and pretty. Because it takes a lot of time to put the paper and then mm-hmm. tape it and then sand it and mm-hmm. repaint it. Right. Well, this guy came out with a product.
0: Ah, he's got, got, got a corner. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. See that? Very cool. Mm-hmm. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Well, he started out this product, and he had no idea how to market it mm-hmm. because he had a great product. So sometimes you have a great product. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have a product that's plumbing that anyone that knows plumbing mm-hmm. knows how to do, right? Or you have something unique. But again, mm-hmm. it's now how you position this, right. how you sell it, mm-hmm. how you explain it. And this gentleman, being an engineer. Mm-hmm. Extremely smart. Came mm-hmm. up with this product, launched it, patented it, mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. right? But he had no idea how to sell it. He had right. no idea how to position it.
0: Mm-hmm. How do you, ca- and, and who? I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, are you talking to the homeowner? Are you talking to the construction people? Uh, you know, that, that comes back to the avatar.
2: It does come back to the avatar. And then each avatar or buyer persona mm-hmm. would be different. Mm-hmm. Now we talk about the offers and the opportunities. Mm-hmm. The lowest hanging fruit. Right. So now you become, you become trying to make different decisions. Mm-hmm. So Deb, I didn't want to crash or rain on your parade. Up. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every now and then something is unique. Mm-hmm. But let me go to nothing is unique for a minute more. Mm-hmm. Because then here's, a, here's something that I love to say to people. Remember the old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make mm-hmm. a drink. Yep. Deb, I am the guy that people do, do not like. That's mm-hmm. why I say that. Because I believe you can lead a horse to water and mm-hmm. you can make it drink. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to have the right strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did that look like? Mm-hmm. Run that horse. Mm-hmm. Don't let it drink for two days straight. Need mm-hmm. that horse to water. Right. The horse drink. will drink. hmm Right.
0: Right. So, go ahead. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, and and the funny thing is that sounds simple and it is simple and i think maybe that's where we get caught up is we do try and make it more difficult you know it's and and a big part of that and i talk about this a lot on the program is you know when we first of all figuring out who you're selling to i mean that is that is one of the the biggest things because and i'm sure you have this happen all the time you ask people who's your target market and they smile and they go everybody no 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 um you know and and so they, you know, and, and of course, you think, well, I, you know, if, if I limit who I'm marketing to, I'm limiting my sales. That's fine. Those other people weren't going to buy anyway. So it's okay to not be talking to them. Um, but, you know, it's, and, and then when you figure out, and this, this ties in with everything we've been talking about. So you've got it down to Suzy Q, as you said, and you know that she likes this, this, and this. If you talk about something totally different, Susie Q goes, that's not for me, and off she goes. But if you talk about how, you know, her cat is the most important thing in the world to her and how can she not have migraines so she can enjoy more time with her cat, mm-hmm. you captured her attention. Um, you know, and and yeah, and I mean it is it is it is that simple. You know, but we you know, we do we're like, okay, well, what causes migraines and how can we, you know, we forget the cat even exists or we talk about the dog and she's like, you nah, know, um, and so, yeah, you know, it's it's it, it's kind of the old kiss principle. Right. Keep it simple. And, you know, and, and the right that's the thing.
2: The right strategic message and mm-hmm. the right tactically placed mm-hmm. right. location. Right. Right. And your strategic mm-hmm. message can be modified and mm-hmm. twisted and changed and mm-hmm. adapted to fit in that tactical placement. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's another principle that I learned a long time ago mm-hmm. is out of 100% of people that are going to buy from you, mm-hmm. don't focus on the bottom 20 and don't focus on the top 20. Right. The top 20 are always going to buy from you. Right. They, they've got client loyalty or whatever that they're going to go for. on that middle 60. Mm-hmm. And your job in marketing is to persuade and mm-hmm. influence that middle 60% mm-hmm. to lean your direction. Right. And Mm -hmm. if you achieve that, that's your focus. Mm -hmm. So yes, it is a KISS principle, Mm -hmm. but it's knowing where you're going to set your KPI Mm -hmm. markers. And I think, you know, I mean, I know we're starting to get towards the end of this conversation and it's been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. But I I would say another key thing for people to focus on, i said it a little bit before, but Mm -hmm. I want to say very, very, very strongly Mm -hmm. right now. That is, you must build KPIs in marketing Mm -hmm. to hold everyone accountable. Mm-hmm. A KPI can be a lot of different things. A KPI is a key point indicator. Mm-hmm. But as we look at a key point indicator, it's things like, are we getting the right keywords and the right density mm-hmm. on our website? Pages? Right. Mm-hmm. KPI is, Are we, we made a change to the website, did it improve or did it decline? Mm-hmm. I, I tell people that work in my ad agency all the time. I want to see errors on the website. Mm-hmm. What? Why do you want to see an error mm-hmm. on a website? Your job is to not have an error. Mm-hmm. Not correct. Your job is to make the errors. Because what happens is it shows Google that you're working on it.
0: Right. And, and Google likes fresh content.
2: That's what they're looking mm-hmm. for. So it also tells a client if they see errors come up and mm-hmm. then go away, mm-hmm. it's what we call build it, break it, fix it. Right. Build the website. You look for the breaks, mm-hmm. the cracks, the issues. Mm-hmm. You fix it, and then you do it again, mm-hmm. right? And that's when you know it's working well. So mm-hmm. those are the types of KPIs. Okay. Unfortunately, I'm going to kick this back over to you. But unfortunately, I had a client sign up with me about eight months ago, mm-hmm. and and the unfortunate part of it was they had worked for six months with an ad agency and continued to decline. All- oh, oh. So not only did
0: they not stay the same, they declined. Yikes. And they
2: were sold on the idea Mm -hmm. that most people are sold on that, Mm -hmm. please, if everyone's listening to this, hear me loud and clear. There are KPIs and measurables. You do not need to wait 30 days, 60 days, or six months Mm -hmm. to see measurables and see it Mm -hmm. turn. You may not get immediate phone calls, Mm -hmm. but there are KPI markers that you can identify Mm -hmm. depending on your business and what you're doing, even impressions. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's insane to me that I sat down with a company that's spending on average, a quarter of a million dollars a month. Mm -hmm. They called me and said, Hey, can you do an audit for us? Mm-hmm. I said absolutely. Set right. down and did an audit. Mm-hmm. Long story short, because there was so much information, mm-hmm. one thing that blew my mind is they have a marketing director that's been there for about a year and a half.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I looked at the marketing director as as nicely as I could, and I said to the marketing director, "If I gave you twenty thousand dollars right now, which to them twenty thousand dollars is a very small mm-hmm. drop in the bucket, mm-hmm. I gave you twenty thousand dollars right now." where would you spend it to see a maximum return? Mm-hmm. His response took him five to 10 seconds to respond. And when he did respond, all he spoke about was I'm going to go test this, this, and this. I said, you've already been testing. things over so mm-hmm. Do you not have something that specifically, mm-hmm. you know, has worked with mm-hmm. all the testing you've done. Great. And when a marketing director can't turn around and give me that mm-hmm. like that, Right. Business owner, if that's your marketing Mm -hmm. director, you need to know not necessarily that you Mm -hmm. replace that person, but you need to know the type of person you Mm -hmm. have. Right. I don't like replacing people. Mm -mm. I don't like changes. I like fixing what we have Mm -hmm. to make it more effective Mm -hmm. because if a business owner can work with me and afford Mm -hmm. even some of my lower rates Mm -hmm. and my lower pricing, they're affording something. Mm -hmm. They can pay something. That means they've done something right. Mm -hmm. Don't change it. Right. Build on, build on it, it. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: well and you know it comes back to a lot of times they they don't know where they're going you know they're doing that the whole GPS thing without telling it where they're going um you know or they have the marketing plan that is dusty and sits on the back counter that somebody developed for them somewhere along the line but they 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 don't know they do not know where they're going and and you know and more importantly if you don't know where you're going, how do you know when you get there and how can you measure it i mean you know did you did you get where you wanted to go but you took so many detours that you know it, you know and, and all of those things and and that's that's not again that's not hard to do um you know now it does entail working with <gasps> sales um you know and, and the other parts of the company and and you know fortunately i think we are finally getting away from the silos in the companies where you know sales never talks to marketing who never talks to d who you know all of those various things but um, you know it's just they they just don't understand you know what they're they're doing with all of this and it's you know it, it is you know you you have to have those goals and they and you talk about this in the book and we you know I talk about this a lot they have to be measurable goals folks it's not just, we need to increase sales we need to get more people clicking on our website okay what is more <laughs> you know? and and now for some people more is 10 for somebody else it might be 10,000 um but that comes back to the avatar are they the right 10,000 you know if you've done something where people are just clicking to you know you know for whatever reason but they're not going to get those next steps. So they're not going to engage. They're not going to um, you know, read what you've got for educate. And certainly they're not going to buy. Then again, you wasted that money. So if you had the right 10, maybe that was what you needed to do.
2: And there's a logic behind where you're testing. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing something and you're talking about, you know, did you get the right 10? Okay, mm-hmm. take a consideration of, mm-hmm. you do a live broadcast in front of a, jewelry store mm-hmm. and you get more traffic but mm-hmm. your sales don't necessarily right. increase for the amount of spend that you have mm-hmm. you might get the eyeballs but you have to think about are we getting the right audience Are right. We getting the right people did that really mm-hmm. work for us or not mm-hmm. and then setting some kpis within that of okay how many new contacts did we get mm-hmm. how many new sales new mm-hmm. customers did we get and how much information did we get mm-hmm. so maybe your kpi then is we got 30,000 new contacts because we did a live remote broadcast on radio at our one of our brick mm-hmm. and mortar stores you see what i mean mm-hmm. like that can be a kpi right but projecting that kpi before you do it mm-hmm. not afterwards because mm-hmm. afterwards now it's hindsight mm-hmm. and you should oh well we should have done that mm-hmm. it's coming up with the plan first mm-hmm. then executing right. the plan yeah and that goes back to one of the persons mm-hmm. we spoke about
0: mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and let's be honest, it's we don't want to be wasting time and money. You know, that's ultimately what this comes down to. You know, and and so we're not just, you know, throwing the darts at the dartboard hoping we hit something. Because let's be honest, every once in a while you do hit the target. But you know, then the bad part is you go, what do we do? How do we do that? I don't know, um, you know, and and but yeah, it's it's all about this, and it's funny. The other thing I was thinking of, you know, here we go, squirrel, right, or the rabbit hole, um, you know, and I am one of those. I make, like, we uh, the keywords and the placement are not just on your website, you know. It's if you're, you know, the plumber, you know, it, maybe his billboard is saying, you know, and and you know, is your sink backed up? Because, you know, and now, but, you know, if you're driving, that might not be the thing, you know, you're, you're, you're not really thinking about it. Um, But, uh, you know, one of my favorite billboards around here when I'm driving around is for a bail bondsman. Now, I don't need this person, but when you look around, I can see the jail and I am pretty sure that the windows where people are making their little first phone calls can see that billboard. So the placement is perfect. The other thing is, I think it says something along the lines of, do you need bail? I mean, you know, not sorry that these things have happened to you. No, do you need bail? Because that person sitting there on the phone goes, yepers. <laughs> you know? um, so yeah, think about that. What is that? What are the keywords? And where do you need to see them?
2: Well, I would, I would say on that same thing, you know, I, I held up this coin for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, when we talk about unique selling positions, mm-hmm. sometimes just creating a unique selling position is mm-hmm. important. Right. But then using it the right way. Right. So I'm gonna give mm-hmm. you a quick example here. I know we're gonna start wrapping this mm-hmm. all up. Mm-hmm. But this was a gentleman that came to me in California, and he's an architect. Mm-hmm. This is his business card. So, this I- is what he handed out to people. I
0: love it's- it. So, it's like a challenge it. coin type of thing.
2: It is. It's mm-hmm. This it's a solid, thick mm-hmm. coin. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's got beautiful marks on it, good Mm -hmm. information, his logos on it. Mm -hmm. It's really solid. I met with him, spoke with him a little bit, Mm -hmm. and I said, this is really cool. And he Mm -hmm. was super proud of it. And I Mm -hmm. said, you should be. I like Mm -hmm. it. It it is unique, Mm -hmm. right? I said, but let's do something. And we sat down, and long story short, after sitting there for about five to ten minutes, I went online and did a keyword search Mm -hmm. for him, Mm -hmm. not his name, But anything about his industry and related to a coin Ah. and nothing showed up. Mm. And I even had other people sitting around Mm -hmm. us chime in. Mm -hmm. We'll type this word in, type Mm -hmm. that word. Nothing. Right. Then I did his name Mm -hmm. and I looked at what little bit of profile he had online. Nothing was there.
1: Hmm.
2: If people don't. So he was cute, but. If people don't pick up on the point of that, let me make it explicitly Mm -hmm. clear. You have a great idea of using this coin, mm-hmm. but no one can find you online. Your mm-hmm. unique selling position was the coin to mm-hmm. keep that engagement. Right. When someone goes, "I want to work with that architect that was a coin," mm-hmm. where is? Mm-hmm. Oh, I find them? Mm-hmm. What do you do? You go to Google. Architect that has a coin. coin right. mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't have to name your company right. "Coded Architect," mm-hmm. but you got to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, I always joke with people when I do my conferences. My dad is Dave Ramsey. Mm -hmm. My name is Joshua Ramsey. Mm -hmm. My dad is Dave Ramsey. Mm -hmm. Most people know who Dave Ramsey is. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. A lot of people start to marinate on that. They're like, wait, Mm -hmm. Dave Ramsey? And I Mm -hmm. go, yeah, he's the Dave Ramsey. Mm He is the original. Mm -hmm. They're like, really? The guy that does all the financial?" Mm -hmm. Oh, well, he's good at finances, but he's not that guy that wrote the No, he's not that guy.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. But he's older than that guy, so Mm -hmm. he's the
1: original. Right.
2: now all of a sudden... Mm -hmm. If I start to draw people in on that, Mm -hmm. if now if you Google Josh Ramsey or Ramsey Marketing, Mm -hmm. you're going to see my face. You're going to see who I am. You're going to be able to find. Mm -hmm. type in fractional CMO. Mm -hmm. A lot of the major cities that I focus, Mm -hmm. like Dallas, I Mm -hmm. own page one of Google. I consider consider that having three or more spots. Mm -hmm. I think I have five of the top. And this is not paid, folks. Not paid. Not paid, that's organic mm-hmm. SEO. Mm-hmm. You type in Austin, Houston, Tampa, Miami, Dallas, Denver, Boise. Those are just off the top of my head seven mm-hmm. that I'm in the top five, mm-hmm. if not position one, mm-hmm. for fractional CMO, and then that city name. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole strategy behind Wait. SEO that I could mm-hmm. literally break down mm-hmm. for people and say, here are the specific ways mm-hmm. to do it. You know, and do Q and A's. Which, by the way, Deb, I don't know if we want to transition to this. That's one of the things that I do for free mm-hmm. for people, right? That I actually do,
0: is a good point to, to transition to because we've only got five minutes left. Yeah. So tell us, you know, what are how do people find you, and what are the services that you provide?
2: Yeah. So my website is JRCMO. Stands mm-hmm. for Josh Ramsey Chief Marketing Officer, mm-hmm. and the main. The main service that I provide is to help business owners grasp a better idea Mm -hmm. of how to grow their business and Mm -hmm. create a plan. And I do that for absolutely zero dollars. The reason is because I believe that if I give people a good user experience, Mm -hmm. they're going to come back and work with me. Mm -hmm. They're going to understand the value of what I bring Mm -hmm. and my marketing piece, my marketing dollars Mm -hmm. are invested of my time working with business Mm -hmm. owners to help give them a vision and a principle. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't write out a marketing plan for them. Right. That does cost money. Mm -hmm. But Verbally, I give them the information Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. they need so they can start writing that plan. Mm -hmm. They can then go to their marketing director Mm -hmm. and build out more of that Mm -hmm. plan. They can go to their their best friend Mm -hmm. that does marketing and Mm -hmm. build out more of that plan. But I give them that different perspective Mm -hmm. because I found in my career that the more free information that I give Mm -hmm. and the more I help people, Mm -hmm. pays itself back. Right. My approach. Mm -hmm. So I do that for free on Mm -hmm. my website. You can Google JRCMO or Mm -hmm. Fractional CMO Dallas. Mm -hmm. Find me my profile, Mm -hmm. everything on me. And then on the page, there's a free consultation. We yep, call it,
0: I see the button. Mm-hmm.
2: And on that little button, you mm-hmm. click that button and it asks you to fill out a business evaluation. Mm-hmm. Typically takes someone about 10 minutes or less. Right. To, uh,
0: so you've hours. got information before you start working with them
2: and it's
0: making them think about it.
2: I do my research mm-hmm. and we sit down and we spend mm-hmm. about 30 to 45 minutes mm-hmm. walking through where they're at, where they mm-hmm. want to get to, and what are those mm-hmm. steps to get them there.
0: Right. I love it. I love it. And again, it's J-R-C-M-O dot Easy peasy, right? Because there's branding stuff that we know too. <laughs> you know? And, you know, it's, it, it, you know, back to what we were saying, folks, this is not rocket science. We don't need to make it rocket science. Um, you know, put your, put your head into the, the head of who you're trying to reach. And what is it, You know, how are you going to reach them? Um, that you you know, I keep coming back to the Super Bowl commercials. There were so many, I thought I don't think they even know who their target audience is. They were just trying to be so cute so that people would go, Oh, this is the the best ad. And I was like, I don't know, you know, what it what it was. And and um, you know, and and yeah, it was like okay. And I mean, it it was really funny because there were multiple ones where I would go, they spent seven million dollars to do that why you know and and you know just think what they could have done with that seven million dollars that actually would bring them customers or at least start that process um you know as opposed to hey we had an award-winning super bowl commercial Mm -hmm. so but but yeah um you know Oh my gosh! You know, Joshua, this has been so much fun, and we do have to have you on again because you know I think it's you know you've got such great information, and you don't have to write another book before you have we have you on. Um, But you know, it's it really has been something that is is so beneficial to folks. You know, and and you know, before we have you on again, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with?
1: You
2: know, I think it just kind of recaps lately in my mind. to to have a plan. I I, know know we spoke about it. I don't want to necessarily beat the proverbial horse, but it, it, it still blows me away that I'm talking with business owners and they're going out. And I think my biggest message right now is have a plan. Don't just go to an ad agency and expect them to give you the plan. Have your plan first. Build the plan around what you need and want and then strategically figure it out. And one last little example is when you go to an SEO agency, realize that there's two core ways to do SEO. On page, which is in your website, the content that's there, and off page, which is link building. But consider, do you need link building? Sure, you could argue yes, but do you need on page? You need that first, right? You need to know that your foundation of your marketing, who you are, your unique selling position, what makes you you, what makes you proud, right? What's your blood, sweat, and tears? And that needs to be poured out strategically and well explained on your website. That's called on-page SEO. So be careful when you create these plans and you hire people, you're spending money that could be not well invested. Because if you drive people to your website, and well Deb, you just said it. I'm just saying it in a different way. You you spend seven million dollars and you drive people to your website, but ninety eight percent of them bounce. What good did that seven million do? Right. Right. And and you know that just kind of to me sums up and recaps a lot of what you and I spoke about. So I love being here, Deb. I think it was great. It's I, great
0: I, fun. Great fun. I love it. I love it. And we will do it again um, because. I think a lot of this are things, you know, we say that they're basic, but so many companies and I shouldn't say companies, so many business owners, marketing folks, whoever they are, don't know anything about it, um, you know, and, and they or they think it doesn't pertain to me. And, you know, that's that's the thing. They're like, you know, we're the small plumber. What does this matter? Um, that's where it really matters. You know, you've you've got to get the attention away and and make sure that you're the you're the small plumber that that pops up when somebody says, oh, my God, I live in X place and my sink is backed up. Well. It. Joshua, this has been fantastic. Oh, I we will have you on again, but until then, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having such a fun conversation about marketing with Joshua Ramsey. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C Suite Network.